Welcome to Brand Story, Inc. I'm your host, Jay Sharman. Every week, we sit down with smart folks to talk about innovative ways they are creating content to connect with their audiences. I'd like to say every company can be a media company, and this conversation hopefully helps you understand why. On today's episode of Brand Story, Inc., we welcome Debbie Vasquez of World Business Research, or WBR, to the show. Debbie is a content marketer, a multicultural expert, and diversity and inclusion advocate who currently serves as the Director of Audience Development for WBR Connect, where she brings together the brightest minds from top brands and connects cross-vertical industry leaders to address timely, relevant, and hot topics, creating a ripple effect of progress, collaboration, and enrichment across a variety of industries. World Business Research, or WBR, is an industry-leading events and content marketing organization that produces over 120 annual conferences worldwide designed to offer the leaders of emerging and established companies across multiple industries with insights, educational discussions, thought leadership, and networking opportunities to inform and transform how they do business now and in the future. I've known Debbie for several years and her background as a multicultural strategist at OMD, as well as an ad sales exec at multicultural content studio IM Studios, I felt made her a great guest for the pod. We talked about WBR Connect and the rapidly changing landscape of the events business, connecting thought leaders, developing content for thought leaders, and a much needed multicultural perspective on conferences among a number of other topics. I hope you enjoy this episode of Brand Story, Inc. Welcome to the show, Debbie. Thank you so much for having me, Jay. This is really exciting. I'm psyched. I'm excited to dive in. So give us some more context on WBR Connect, which is the Events Division World Business Research, and your role as Audience Development Director. Okay, sure. So, all right, WBR. So WBR is a global leader as far as large-scale conferences are concerned. We do over 100 events annually. Uh, We have offices around the globe, and we're very well established within the space. Uh, However, a few years ago, some of the more senior executives who join us on site for our our large-scale programs Mm -hmm. um, began asking us for something a little bit more intimate, senior-level, and exclusive. Uh, So that's where my department comes into play. I work in the Connect division at WBR, and rather than um, your typical conferences, we put together more like closed-door invite-only gatherings. Okay. Um, So at the Connect programs that my team hosts, um, just to give you an example, there's no giant exhibition hall, the booth set up or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, The entire audience is about like, 60 to mm-hmm. 70 approximately um, senior executives as opposed to like several hundred right. thousand and we're invite only so we're not open for the public to purchase passes to attend super cool and now explain your role um, as audience development director what do you do okay so as audience development director i basically um i'm in charge of getting all of the best thought leadership, thought leaders in the space um, in one virtual room at this point mm-hmm. um, to discuss various topics, you know, in, in, um, in specific industries or, you know, mm-hmm. and how they pertain to specific verticals of the industry. Super cool. So let to kind of go another layer down since um, I know you and I, kind of know what you do right from our conversations but to give our audience a better Mm -hmm. example maybe give us an example of a recent 
uh, WBR Connect event or one that's upcoming that, that you guys are putting on. And I'd love for you to just kind of walk us through the client saying, okay, I, you know, I'm in, we're doing this, you know, through the actual event. Um, so, and then in your role as it relates to that, that specific um, WBR Connect event. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so right now uh, there's a couple of events in the pipeline. Um, one is actually called B2B Online Connect, mm-hmm. uh, which is a virtual invite only event customized for senior digital transformation leaders um, from top B2B manufacturers and distributors. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the type of event that would provide you know, an exclusive, interactive, high-level platform for the exchange of ideas, best practices, and, you know, timely perspectives, um, you know, during these these turbulent times that we're living in now. Um, we carefully choose our delegation. Um, each, you know, member of our delegation receives access to all educational content, which would include uh, fireside chats, mm-hmm. uh, keynotes, panels, mm-hmm. amazing roundtables, which are really intimate. And, um, you know, those are all amazing because they're delivered by other senior executives. So it all goes back to the, the thought leadership behind what every member of the delegation is bringing to the table, mm-hmm. which is really, really valuable and really important. It's um, almost like a, uh, like a second education, I should say, in a sense. And, you know, my job is to actually assemble this group, um, you know, work with each member, work with like, the content that will be delivered, um, that's going to, you know, be the main um, body of the program. Mm-hmm. And this is an opportunity for, you know, these people to like, really, really just to get to speak about what's going on in their industries, what's going on with their companies, what's, like, what's happening now in this new world, quote unquote, new world that we're living in and, you know, try to help each other out. It's like almost like, you know, a peer to peer, uh, networking opportunity as well. You know, it's a great for these companies to, you know, get a sense of what each other is doing, not even so much in a competitive sense, but just to understand like what's, what's happening now with, with these, with, with the world we're living in today, who is this consumer? Like, how are they engaged these days? And, you know, what, what is like, what's making them tick and like, what's, what are their, their, their shopping behaviors nowadays? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, what are they leaning into? Yeah. I'm looking um, at, I'm looking at the site just so for, for even further context, right? Like if you go to wbrresearch.com um, and you click on the events, mm-hmm. the B2B online connect event, which is uh, April 27th and 28th, uh, 2021. Yeah. Uh, Debbie's talking about this just to give you, you know, Con- concept of the types of people you're drawing. You, you're talking about the chief digital technology officer at Honeywell. You're talking about the global head of content and storytelling mm-hmm. at GE Healthcare. You've got the senior director of e-commerce for Johnson & Johnson. I mean, these are top-level brands and, and top-level executives, right? And so to your point, it's like, right. um, you know, Bosch and WordPress and uh, a whole bunch of household names. And then you know, in the e-commerce space, for those that know it, some some really big players there as well. Um, and so to your point, it's kind of like you bring these people together. Um, they're excited to kind of connect because they're not getting pitched like at a typical conference, right? It's kind of like, hey, they're, they're meeting with their peers and learning and what are you doing? And, you know, mostly non-competitive industries. And then do you, 
general population get access to this as well from like from a virtual perspective? Do they get to see the content? How does that work? So this is the type of like, so with our specifically with our connect events, mm -hmm. um, we, we handpick everyone that we invite to the event. This is a, a this is something that you can't necessarily go to the event and purchase right. a ticket for or anything of that nature. In fact, they're, they're free. They're complimentary events. Mm -hmm. um, we work very closely with the group of, of advisors. Mm -hmm. um, and these are the people that our producers do months and months and months of research with to verify the agenda. Mm -hmm. um, they also deliver the majority of our speaking engagements and recommend a fairly large pool of executives to us mm -hmm. whom they think would bring value to the program based on the the kind of content that we are um, including in these programs. Um, so for example, like, you know, just to give you an idea, um, you know, one of the topics is going to be creating a transformation strategy that meets growing digital demand in 2021 and beyond. You know, we want to hear from like the best thought leaders in the mm -hmm. space, mm -hmm. you know, across different industries. Um, you know, and we also purposely keep our audience very cross vertical. We found that when we assemble this, like a diverse group of executives spanning different companies and industries, um, you know, the onsite conversations are that much more interesting. And also, by interacting with executives who are outside of the, like, you know, let's mm -hmm. say like your typical circle, mm -hmm. you can pick up on certain insights and perspectives that you might not have otherwise. So it's really important for, you know, like it's really important for us to pick the right people to attend because at the end of the day, our goal is to create a very fruitful, valuable and insightful conversation um, between all of these thought leaders which is going to help to really educate and and add value to to like you know these company strategies like you know what what are they going to do like you know how is this you know digital transformation strategy going to benefit the the bottom line mm -hmm. and and again you know we're living in a new world this is like you know no one no one thought we were going to get hit by a pandemic the way we did last year mm -hmm. so everyone needed to like quickly pivot and just you know figure out like what's next and like so everyone is really curious about what each other is doing okay well, so you know okay okay go ahead let me jump Sorry. in there so to your point right let's talk about the events business clearly there's a before and after covid element here in the events business what have you learned that's working now that didn't before covid and maybe vice versa i think now people are definitely not that they weren't before but but like people are, are more engaged than ever. I feel like, you know, this is a really good avenue to like, you know, get, find your solutions to, to issues that, that just might be an ongoing question mark. Mm -hmm. You know, this is, you know, this is an area where you can like tap into these discussions and say, you know what, I'm experiencing that problem too, mm -hmm. or I'm experiencing this with my consumer, like, or how do I really strengthen a partnership with some of our our um, solution providers. And, you know, that's the other thing. We also invite a handful of solution providers to the program who are there to basically like, you know, showcase like what they're offering is what their, what their latest product or technology is, which is so important because now, nowadays it's just like a complete technological world. You know, we rely on technology to, you know, understand 
how to how to really roll out you know tactics yep. and how to really roll out strategies. So um, so that's all there to 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 benefit um, every member of our delegation. But you know, I not that people weren't engaged at our live events because they most certainly were, but I think I think nowadays, you know, everything is more streamlined. So our programs and my advice to, you know, I people I guess in the um or people that are programming an events mm-hmm. an, an event or a program would be to, you know, just make sure that these events are very streamlined and that they create a certain level of engagement that is gonna, you know, you know, make make people responsive. So give me an example um, how, right? You know, like to that, to like best practice. Like I totally hear you, but from a virtual events, you're bringing these high level folks together virtually. Give me one example of something that you're seeing that's like that's working to kind of make that happen. I feel, you know, like we we obviously have icebreakers, and you know, we try to mm-hmm. engage, um, you know, the the delegation, you know, like on a in in very social ways, you know, but I feel that the round tables that we do like are, they're like VIP round table discussions that are, you know, based on specific topics that a lot of the members of our delegation have an interest in. So like they'll beforehand, before the event, they'll get to choose which topic they would like to, you know, discuss or mm-hmm. which topic they would like to be a part of um, or discussion they would like to be a part of and um specifically join to you know speak to others about these you know these certain topics so i find that you know like it's kind of like what i'm saying what i was saying before these people want to learn more about what's what's happening and they want to learn specifically from they'll have an opportunity to actually engage with other members of the delegation and network amongst themselves and say, okay, are you going to go to this round table? Because like, I would love to hear you speak about mm-hmm. what you're doing in this, with this specific area. Um, because, you know, I might be having, um, or hitting some, some obstacles when it comes to, you know, X, Y, and Z. Um, you know, not that that wasn't an opportunity at our live events, yeah. but I feel that it's, it, it's a little bit more engaging because you're already, I don't want to say locked in, but you're already yeah. involved in the presentation, and it's a webinar actually. So you're 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 in this virtual event. You I know, it's not like saying, you step out, walk away. Yeah, no, I keep I keep saying it's like I, I need to do like a blog post on what I keep calling the invite economy, right? Clubhouse made a ton of new news, and now Twitter and Facebook are coming up with their own versions. Spotify, you know, um, or Twitter's looking to acquire them. Like, there's all this. Um, chatter around clubhouse and I've, I've experimented with it a little bit but this notion of you know what was brilliant for them it was like they made it invite only they didn't let anyone know they're like, okay there's a hundred million invites going out like anyone you know but they made it feel clubby right and while it's uncool uh-huh. to say because it sounds exclusive and stuff like that there's an element that um i think here that applies even beyond to your point um wbr and that is you know, I went to one recently. There's a company called uh, Superbrand. They're a brand identity company out of L.A. Um, Gil's their CEO, super sharp guy. And he just brought together like 15 – he invited like 15 people, like vendors and people in his network and just kind of had like a 
cocktail hour and same type of thing like just bring together people and it was just there was something about the fact that you were invited and came together and it was a limited number of people that the people I found were more open they were more sharing right like it just felt safer you let your guard down and it was interesting like it worked. I mean, several, we ended up hiring one of the companies that was in there and it was like, it wasn't salesy. People were just like, Hey, what do you do? What do you do? Oh, I'm looking for this. Do you know anyone that can do this? And you know, to that point, I mean, you're doing that at a massive scale, right? Like with top best in class mm-hmm. names. And so there's, there's something to that whole, I call it the invite economy that just makes people feel special, safer, kind of come to the table to your point, maybe with their guard down a little bit more. Right. I mean, you, you're hitting it right on the head. And this is how the connect model is actually created because, you know, again, a few years ago, some of the more senior executives who join us on site at our large scale programs began asking us for something a little bit more exclusive. Like this is mm-hmm. what they wanted. Yeah. They wanted to be in a room like or a forum right. of, of like-minded people who are decision makers in the space, you know, yeah. who they could actually learn from and say, Hey, okay. You know, um, I'm the, top dog at GE and here's the top dog at Honeywell. And right. we're going to like, you know, right. share ideas and like, you know, benchmarks and, and, yep. and create this thought leadership that is going to like really move, maybe move the needle. And that's, that's huge. And it's, you know, it's not like this is, it's, it's like, again, like that peer to peer networking that people are looking for. This is a great opportunity. And when I first started working with the company, I was like, this is terrific. Mm-hmm. Like I've gone, you know, in my, past experience like I I always thought of these conferences as like you know a continued learning experience mm-hmm. like a continued education and because you're learning like on the spot what's going on right now you know in the in the industry from from mm-hmm. people who are working in the industry and who get it and who are making moves mm-hmm. and you know when I started working with this connect model I'm like how brilliant you know because this is where you know you're working with like CMOs from major Fortune 100 and 500 companies, you know, it's it's not even just like, you know, so I work across um, a variety of, I work with a variety of different types of events. So I, I mentioned um, B2B is mm-hmm. like the, the latest program that we're working with that is targeting, um, mm-hmm. you know, people in the manufacturer, manufacturing and, and um, distribution space. But I also work on e-commerce platforms. In fact, we actually... We're working with one that's a huge one right now. It's called Etail, and it's a pretty pretty popular one. Like you know, a lot mm-hmm. of people know about this event and program, and we do it on a large scale level, and we do it as a connect event. And you know, it's happening. That's also happening in a couple of weeks um, on, on April twentieth, and it's it's huge. Mm-hmm. It's like where some of the top you know the top CMOS and you know or you know, the top players across the retail space and e-commerce space are going to get together and discuss, you know, different strategies and, and what's happening in in that world, what's happening on that front, which as you can imagine is is really huge because the shift that that mm-hmm. is happening there is is like right. a monster. Right. Well let's you know? let's and let's so, you know, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna to pivot to your specific uh, job because this is like a two for one, right? We're talking about virtual events and, and kind of in the content that's within it, right, and connectivity. But then there's actually your job specifically. You handle content marketing and demand lead generation for these event clients. And so 
share with us what that specifically entails. What types of content are you producing? Okay. How much of it? How do you distribute and promote it? Like walk us through your job. So there's, you know, in terms of the, the content that our, our team produces, I mean, it's, it's like, like I said, we work really closely with a group of advisors and we, you know, there's so much research that we delve into to understand, you know, what's happening in, in the space, mm-hmm. like specific areas of the business. Um, it almost reminds me of like when I was working at the agency, I, when I was working with, um, Omnicom, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we used to do deep dives and just like really, you know, dig into the data and understand what's happening with the marketplace and like, you know, what's happening with the consumer and who is this consumer. So, you know, we do um, deep dives like that to really understand um, what's what's happening in in the space and then come up with an agenda, a programmed agenda um, that's going to lay out all the, all the type of content that's going to discuss, you know, like, um, you know, how to leverage your advanced tech stack, for example, you know, and, and to like, you know, really give your customer the best choices that they're looking for, just to give you an idea, you know, but that all comes from the initial deep dive and, and the research that also sometimes comes from, you know, uh, past speakers that, that might've been, a part of our programs, you know, um, who, who might lend their, their thoughts on a topic and, you know, thought leaders who are, are looking to really share what, what their insight is and what, what their experience has been with their companies and, and what they're learning based on their data. And, you know, we gather types of information like this, to kind of like, you know, put it together and come up with like a program which is then of huge interest to mm-hmm. everyone else in the industry who wants to actually delve into this type of information too and learn more more from it. So it's like, you know, our job to like really come up with like, you know, like top notch content to to really share with with, you know, other thought leaders who want to understand what's going on in the space. Um, is that intimidating? Huge, a, is that intimidating knowing that these are the thought leaders and you're creating content as a team that then's going to them? No, it's it's actually super valuable. I mean, I've worked with like actually, uh, it's the the conversations that I've had with um, like some of the thought leaders like from major major companies like CMOs from like some like the the bigger companies like like Mars Inc. and mm-hmm. um, I mean. I could go even like major um, cybersecurity leaders in like the information security space, you know, like the CISOs at certain financial organizations, like just to hear what what their thoughts are in the space is just incredible. And it's, 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 you know, it's very valuable. It's um, something that they're very willing to share because like, it's almost like think about like back in the day how we had like Aristotle and you have like mm-hmm. all the, the ancient Greeks who are sharing their knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. With with like you know the rest of the people. This is the same thing, but in the modern day world. Mm-hmm. And you know we're we're trusting like the best of the best, you know the best in class of of um, you know people out executives who are sharing their thoughts on the topic, who are you know who are really just like you know lending their insight to everyone else so that everyone else can prosper. And especially now it's like, this is 
I feel like, I mean, if, if I was approached with an invitation or a pass to come to one of our events, I would be excited because I would say, okay, you know, like, let me think about what I'm working on right now. And like, maybe some of these topics can help me, you know, and that's the way I look at it. And I think that's what um, the delegation, the delegations that we put in place that, you know, our team puts in place, this is, this is what they're looking for a hundred percent. And, and at the end of every program, you know, we get their, their feedback and they're like, wow, this was incredible. Thank you so much for inviting me to this. And I, mm-hmm. I definitely want to participate in the next one or, or any of that, anyone that may come up. Like, you know, we also do a mobile event. Mm-hmm. We do a retail tech event. We do a retail finance event, you know, like all of these are coming up. Um, you know, like a digital transformation event, this B2B one that's happening in a couple of weeks. Um, I still have a couple of passes, uh, if you know anyone that wants to attend. <laughs> but um but yeah, it's 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 really exciting. Um delegation that we have for this for that one, it's one of our marquee events of the year, is is like stacked with like some of the best thought leaders in the manufacturing space. It's incredible. Well, so if you want to check it out, you can go to um, wbresearch.com. That's wbresearch.com. Talk with Debbie Vasquez, who's Director of Audience Development. And, and Deb, you and I met, coincidentally, we met at an event, Portada event, right? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Latinx marketing conference in New York City back in 2017. We had just launched La Vida Baseball. And, I mean, you were one of the first people. It was pretty cool to be like, oh, my gosh, I love La Vida. It was, like, so rewarding, right? And then... You know, I think as, as we got to know each other, you, um, you've you had an, a really interesting career. You worked at Omnicom, worked at several different agencies as a multicultural strategist. And now that is in the forefront, right? You and I have talked about this conversation mm-hmm. for years, and it's finally getting its, uh, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and other things have cast a light on, the, on this um, area, especially around diversity, equity, and inclusion. So I'm, I'm curious... Um, how the expertise that you developed, uh, that you had and that you developed in those agencies is coming into play here now? Yeah, that's a really good question. And, you know, it's, it's, it's funny that you actually mentioned that because, like, it, it's, it's crazy how we met, right, at a conference. <laughs> and here I am actually working now in the yeah. conference and event yeah. space. But, like, but it just goes to show you, this is, like, this is, that's always, like, um, you know, like, knowledge is power, they say. Yeah. This is, like, the continued education that I'm talking about, like things like, you know, events like Portada, they're great because you're learning from like the best in the biz, like Mm -hmm. the great speakers that are um, presenting there. And, um, you know, being a multicultural expert, like I feel that I could bring a lot to the table in terms of like what I I do currently. I, I mean, I don't see these topics. I don't see a lot of topics revolving around multicultural being discussed. You know, mm-hmm. although there's a huge opportunity across the board, even when it comes to like, you know, the e-commerce world, the supplier world, like, mm-hmm. you know, does it matter? There's, there's, there's opportunities there that I feel are um, kind of like on the, the back burner. And I know like you and I, like we, we know that this is the case. Like these are mm-hmm. sometimes somehow like multicultural always like, you know, plays second fiddle, you know? Or it gets but, talked um, about, but doesn't get acted on. Right, it's almost like you, 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 and I'm not saying you're doing this, but it gets put on a conference agenda. People talk about it, but it, sometimes it ends up becoming multicultural talking to multicultural. Like you and I talked about, it. it's like okay, you know, how much of it is talk, and, and where is there really action, right? Because no one, no brand wants to be out there saying, 
oh, we don't care about multicultural right now, right? No one would, but it's like, okay, but who's really doing stuff? And so I'm, I'm curious if you're seeing a change in, in even, you know, the closed doors and roundtables among the executives, where is the DE&I, where's the multicultural? Is it, is it, is it having to be forced into the conversation? Is it, are you starting to see an elevation in the conversation around this? What, what are you observing? I feel that, so I'm going to be really honest with you, like very, very transparent. I feel that I don't see enough representation of multicultural mm-hmm. in, in the discussions that we're having. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally like to, when we curate our programs and like we pick the audience mm-hmm. for our delegation, I like to, you know, look at, you know, people from, you know, who, who are experts also in multicultural, who are mm-hmm. not just experts with the total market, mm-hmm. you know, but who also have like that, are also looking for multicultural or to like kind of like push the envelope in the multicultural space, I should, I should mm-hmm. actually say. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, I want to see leaders like that, you know, speak about what they're doing. I, I want to see like, you know, people in that space, like, you know, elevate themselves like i mm-hmm. want to see more of a presence you know there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of great leaders out there but you you see the same kind of um there's kind of like um I, I don't know how to say this to put this but there's like the same kind of person i i like i would like to diversify it a little bit more you know yeah, i mean i look so at always the, a joy it, to speak to people you, you look know? at the b2b online connect it's a pretty diverse group you've got there right mm-hmm. i mean it's a very yeah. diverse group um, definitely uh, all different. And so, you know, I, I, it's just interesting, you know, I, it's curious if you bring a diverse group together, is it organically having, does the conversation on multicultural organically happening because you have those different voices or even still, are you having to kind of put that into the agenda as part of the conversation to kind of bring it to the forefront? So it's, it's kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of just like um, evolving very slowly, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and um, I actually, I, I'm one of the co-chairs for our diversity, equity, and inclusion team. Um, so that's also part of my, my awesome. um, part of what I do at the company, mm-hmm. um, which I'm really passionate about, to be honest with you. And, you know, we work, some of our goals are like working with the content, you know, creating content that looks at, you know, inclusivity and diversity, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, whether it be like suppliers or, you know, target markets and, you know, staffing, even our sponsors, you know, mm-hmm. um, experiencing experiences at events, you know, like how do, how do we create a multicultural experience? You know, like, what does that look like? You know, um, you know, what does that look like in terms of like different areas that we touch on, like procurement and, you know, just to give you an example, um, you know, and, and how do you do that? without like offending people, you know, mm-hmm. like it's like, how do you do that in the most, um, like, uh, what's the word in, in the most authentic kind of way. And it mm-hmm. goes even back to like, you know, what I was doing with like multicultural marketing, like how do you get that authentic message out there that's going to resonate and make that connection with the target audience? You know, that's almost like, you know, the same thing here. It's mm-hmm. almost like really, it's, and it's very, very important. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, even when, even when it comes to the recruitment of speakers, you know, and it's not an easy task. Um, and you know, we're doing our best to like, um, to really diversify, um, 
the the speakers who are there not and not just because of like you know their their race or whatever it's because of like what they can bring to the table you know what in terms of like the multicultural conversation too you know mm-hmm. um so that's that's really important and also you know how do we you know with with any sponsors that come on board like you know how how to like you know how is how can we look at you know them in terms of helping us with like diversity and like you know like coming to the table with different products and different technologies that could be used across the board to maybe like engage with better you know engage with the multicultural segments that are going to help businesses in general with their um, strategies because you know like obviously you and I know that the the buying power is there. You know, we have all the data. We know what the percentages are. Um, we know what the the market share looks like, right? Yep. So there's a huge opportunity there, um, but yet we never speak about it, <laughs> and it, it goes back in time from like when you know I worked on uh, with content marketing and you know, you know, led my teams there and and, and worked on um, you know multicultural strategy with like some of the biggest clients right now, and and it's. It seems like it's uh, the same kind of situation we're working on with with our company and like the events that we do, and it's exciting because we're making great strides, and it's important to the company, and and that's a big deal because it's starting to become important to many companies, and you know the evolution is is looking very bright, and I like that. Well, they're lucky to have you, and and I, I love that you're, uh, you know, great to hear that you you have that committee and that, that you're co-chairing it internally. And um, you know, I think WBR is gonna uh, these events, knowing that you're helping to shape the content. I think you have an a, an important and really influential role in kind of bringing that conversation to the forefront, which is one of the reasons I was so excited to have you. So I appreciate you coming on. Before I let you go, I gotta ask you a fun question. Are you reading anything for fun these days? And if so, what are you reading? Um, You know me, I'm a huge sports fan. So these days, like baseball is just consuming my life. Mets, baby. It's all Mets. You're, you're, you're Mets, right? All I think about is like, all right, Francisco when I'm finally done with work, which is, <laughs> yeah, I want to think about them. <laughs> no, but I, I just like enjoy um, every every spare second that I could, that I actually have. I enjoy either reading about like you know what's happening across the league, you know what's happening um, with my team, the New York Mets um, of that opening day. Mm-hmm. Um, and really excited, really excited about seeing what's happening this week. And I'll actually be at the games this weekend. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and you know, that, that, that's how I basically, uh, utilize my spare time, which awesome. I love, you know? Yeah. Well, Debbie that's, Vasquez, that's, um, you know, there's not much time. <laughs> I, I appreciate you taking the time to join brand story Inc. Share what's going on in the, the events community, um, as well as, you know, um, kind of the role of content that you have in it and, and how all those dots connect. Thanks so much for taking the time. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. This is incredible. And, you know, like your platform is wonderful. It's great. It's actually, you know, like you guys are, you know, moving and shaking and I love what you're doing. And, you know, I feel that, you know, everyone should consume your content because it's, it's awesome. Oh, and, so nice. you know, Thank you. I definitely, I can't wait to see what happens next. Thanks, Dad. 
Thanks for listening to Brand Story, Inc. We'll be back next week with another conversation digging into the ways companies are becoming like media companies. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give me a follow on Twitter at underscore Jay Sharman and on LinkedIn.